0: You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you getting tangled in a world wide web? Grab a silver lining on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today are some random humans. I have no idea. (laughs) And here's your host,
1: Francesco! Hey! Hey. Hey. Next time I actually
2: get
3: real right. Well, that was great. Uh, Welcome to Blender Institute Podcast number... Fifty four,
1: four. Yeah, thank four. you, Healthy, for the introduction.
3: Yeah, <laughs> even
2: though Healthy is in, uh, in Iceland at the moment, enjoying nowadays.
1: some music. So. Or is he? I mean, for all we know, have you seen pictures of him in Iceland?
2: I've seen pictures of him with his nephew, so
1: he mm. um, can bring him um, at in. least <laughs> <they're> together. <laughs> at least they're
3: happy together. Yeah, of course. So yeah, he's enjoying some fancy music festival on over the beaches, there. on, on the, the sandy beaches of Iceland. Yeah,
0: exactly. yeah. Is the,
1: the Midnight Sun Festival? The one mm. where the sun is on midnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one.
0: Yeah, That's a clever had name. Had yeah. yeah. It's okay. a mids-, midsummer uh, thing,
1: right?
4: The Solstice. The Solstice. Sol- the, solstice yeah, yeah. yeah solstice. Secret Solstice. That's the name Secret of the Secret They killed a lamb and two virgin children and okay, put on okay, fire. Okay, yes.
1: No, that was in South America. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome everybody
3: to our live uh, podcast and to this podcast. Uh, animation studio podcast where we talk about animation, where we talk about uh, random free stuff.
0: I'm the only animation studio guy here right now. Oh, shrinking. Oh, oh, I'm not even an animator.
3: Oh, oh. <laughs> so you're just
0: a studio. I'm just <laughs> so, yeah.
3: yeah. Well, we keep it free. We keep it loose. What has
4: been, uh, what's been going on? So, uh, Delay has a question. Shall we do the round to say who is here in the microphones for the listeners? Ah, Yeah. Do we ever do that? We do, but usually well, Yalti does it during oh, yeah. the introduction. N- now we're just random people. yes, yeah,
3: without a name, unrecognizable just by the sound of our voice. That's fine too. <laughs> Francesco, <laughs> yeah. who are you? I am Francesco and uh, I'm what your you host.
1: <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm your host. That's really? all I do, yeah. I just
3: uh, just speak, yeah. So that's, uh,
1: yeah, I mean. Pablo? What? Oh, hey, I'm uh, Pablo. I work at the Blender Animation Studio not doing animation now just studio part yeah websites and stuff people are actually asking nothing yeah. about blender yeah this is yeah. for blender sorry guys for the off topic oh, right. who, who is this guy next to me
4: i am dalai felinto i'm working on the blender institute
1: but you're a, a, a <laughs> blender core you're actually working on blender
4: i'm a blender developer yes working on developing blender making blender helping to make a blender 2.8 and the viewport project
1: a reality bam mm. evie just say hashtag evie and then we get People understand (laughs) what we're talking
2: about. I'm Cibrin. I am also a Blender developer and Blender cloud developer. And I've been working on Alembic support for uh, Blender 2.79, Stuff in the Cloud, Flamenco Attract.
0: Good. Awesome. I am Andy. I use Blender here and make films. Studio. I make studio. Hashtag. (laughs)
3: all right (laughs) yeah and this is us and uh, normally there is also Chialti our director and animation director that is uh, giving us the introduction and uh, and of course we have a special guest the rabbit yeah no actually sometimes we have a special guest which is uh, Dr. Sergei Sharabin which we haven't seen in a while actually so maybe one of the next episodes you could uh, drop by to let us know what's uh, going on maybe after he comes back from Mother Russia because yeah. I heard, he's, uh, he's going on a little ah, trip. Nice. Yeah. So maybe the next time, if you have any questions about uh, hardcore uh, dependency graph dev- dev- development, maybe you can, uh, you can let us know, and then we can ask him. So first things first, I would just uh, start with what I know. Um, with and we've been working on something pretty exciting yeah. that we've been talking about for more than one year, Which we always mention, which is our uh, render manager and our uh, production management software, which is now actually becoming a reality. And we started for real beta testing of Flamenco with the Mm -hmm. public. So people outside the studio are actually using Flamenco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do you feel, Sibirin? Tell us.
2: It is really awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's so nice to, to be able to offer it to other people as well and to, uh, to know that it's, it's ready to be used. It's also a bit scary because <laughs> at the same time, there's so many people now using it. What used to be our lovely in-house software know all the extra eyes. So we'll, we'll see if it holds up.
3: Exactly. Like people, they download the new Flamenco Manager, which is one of the components that you need to make that render farm run. Yeah. And then uh, you install that on your local network and then you can have your own render farm basically and use the Blender Cloud as an interface to manage it. Someone today was downloading it on yeah. Windows. Yeah.
2: Didn't work, of course.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then you went and fixed it.
2: Yeah. So now there's a new version, which does work.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you still need your computers, right? You can't magically yeah. render. So you, you sh basically you uh, use
2: the computers that you have at home to to Yeah. Throw, books My beautiful construction. Uh, yeah you use the computers you have at home uh to to render faster than you would with just one one computer yeah yeah
1: and then with via the cloud blender cloud you manage them you stop whatever yeah, is exactly. working and everything yeah
2: pretty but nice. uh the files never leave your own network so that's pretty easy
3: so yeah oh. we bring the software but you have to bring the computers and uh, that makes sense. of course, we talked about like, yeah, you can run it on your own local network, but nothing is stopping you also from running it on your own private uh, cloud. You know, if you sure. have your own uh, Google Cloud account and you want to run a number of virtual machines there at your own costs, you can do that too. So How oh, does it absolutely. work? Is it only uh, CPU or also GPU? Is whatever you like it to be. Okay. So you yeah. can configure it. Yes. Nice.
2: Yeah. It pretty much starts Blender. Yeah. So however you configure Blender, that's what it uses. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it depends on you setting your user uh, preferences, your user user defaults. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Cool. where can I learn more about this flamenco <laughs> thing? Well, right, you can go on flamenco.io, and Ooh. that's the website. I o.
3: Yeah, like. Like I. You, you put images in, and oh, blindfights in, and images come out. And E-O.
0: yes, we guys, uh, you guys, we guys can read you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can. We are
1: reading the the, the questions, by yeah. the way, live. Yeah, uh, that's how I got the flamenco is the render manager. Yes, this flamenco. Is and the,
2: you can you can scroll in the in the view, so you can scroll the video, so that you can see the TV that we're also looking at, so you can <laughs> see that we can see the comments because it's on the TV. We so can put wrong. the
0: the the 360 video on, and then it will be like VRception. Yeah. Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I Personally, don't like to watch podcasts in VR, thing in, in 360. Because then you can't see everyone. You can just chill and look at everyone. You need to keep mousing over or moving your phone. Well, well that depends. Yeah. You imagine in, you had, a, you had a space setup,
0: yeah. helmet and you could project inside the space helmet and then you could look inside and you could, you could, it would be like your face is on the table here right but, now. But but
2: we, we could <laughs> add another stream maybe in the future version where we have a miniature planet. And then everybody's just sitting on one side of the planet and then you can see everything in one picture.
4: Yeah, that's totally all. Square
1: out.
0: video, yay! But. Uh, unfortunately, the video, the audio here is still just one channel mono. So it would be nice to have it actually multi-channel at some oh.
1: point.
2: On 360. I'm yeah. not sure how that was possible, but no. well, it's, it's possible.
1: So, so for people that are listening, just listening the podcast afterwards, uh, the, the 360 camera is in the middle of the table, so you actually have to rotate and or move them, your phone <laughs> around yeah. to see people. And yeah. Um,
3: yeah actually when we published the, the new t- the the video uh, online announcing that there was going there was going to be a live about this uh, this podcast the uh, first comment was like oh yeah is this going to be a 360 video i hate them <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> So that was, uh, well, that was very just, encouraging. Yeah, but if, if you don't like the yeah.
4: 360 video, just close your eyes.
3: Yeah, exactly. I was, I was uh, recommending like this yeah. is always available on Makes iTunes feelings. and, uh, on. and uh, SoundCloud. So that's or
4: can you can just download Opera. It probably shows one single panorama.
3: Yeah, or Safari too, <laughs> actually. So yeah, I have it here. So Flamenco. Yes, and so that's pretty much it uh, about oh, Flamenco. Oh,
4: so,
0: oh, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nice to meet you too. Flamenco City.
4: Uh, yeah. Flamenco, this attract, attract this Flamenco. Yes. Okay,
3: so, coming on. Um, <laughs> a few words about attract. That is also not in uh, public beta yet, but it will be very, very soon because.
2: Like Monday, I hope. Yeah. I'm Thursday, looking. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Monday. Monday. Monday, public beta. Monday. Next week I'm working on Monday. Uh, yeah, because that's also. I've. Get gotten it to work with um, uh, some user access to it so that we can control a bit more about who can use uh, Attract and who can't, and that you can only access your own projects and not other people's private projects, that kind of stuff.
3: Exactly, and that's the, the, main, uh, the main point of Attract is you can customize it so that it follows your production plan. So when yeah. you're working on a film with different task types, So in your film, you have to do modeling, of course, uh, you have to do lighting, you have to do uh, rendering, but not necessarily you have effects or crowd simulation or some big tasks that you know you have for every shot of your film. You don't want to have tasks for those. uh, uh, You don't want to keep track of those tasks so precisely. And so you can configure your project so that you only highlight the tasks that you want for every shot of your production. And that's what Zebron made. Uh, customizable per project
2: yes because up to now it was just hard-coded for us us. for agent
3: 327 specifically (laughs) so if we had any other project it would use the same configuration of agent 327 which of course is not ideal but we also needed to get this working several months ago when we did the production so that's how it was and now it's nice generic and flexible so we look forward for uh, users to test that, too. So just uh, keep an eye on the uh, Blender Cloud blog and uh, get in touch with us with uh, at cloudsupport.blender.org if you want to be more involved, if you want to get sneak peek access to more features that we are developing. I'm always trying to be uh, as responsive as possible and to talk to anyone that is interested in these things, because we love to have users that are, you know, they want to use these tools, so there is nothing better than motivated users that want to try out stuff that breaks and don't <laughs> complain about it.
1: Yeah, so that's as uh, Blender, yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so yeah, about Blender, you know, at least you can download it for free in the cloud. You have to be a subscriber, so having subscribers that uh, offer themselves for trying things out—that's uh, that's very nice. So just uh, get in touch if you are interested and then we have uh, another big list of things that with seven we are planning and things to work on for the future but that's like maybe in a couple of weeks we can give an update but yeah. now our main focus is really bringing it uh, bringing in flamenco and attract more and more out there and hopefully get some uh, user stories so people actually using it for something that is not just testing the yeah. the, the the software itself we will let you know yeah so Great. yeah, that was, uh, that was it for one of the, one of the news that, uh, one of the things that we've been working on. Yeah. And
4: mm. um, I don't know. What about you what? guys?
1: What? 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 I was what?
4: thinking if you really have a troubles watching 360 videos, you can just open two YouTube <laughs> windows. And it can look at different play, people at the same time.
3: Ah, that's why you were staring at me oh, vacantly when I yes. was talking with Sivan about the, all the flamenco stuff. I was like, oh, wow, he looks like he's in a trance. He's really it's, paying it's attention cool. carefully. Oh, it, yeah. it was like it just so doesn't how many windows to, do you need to open yeah. to map uh, a 360 video in
1: 2D? Good call. Well, yeah. I mean, you did I mean you you did code uh, stereo in Blender. So
4: gotta keep thinking about this day and night. Yeah. So about news, everyone is following Blender <laughs> two point eight and Eevee. As you know, this is our lovely real-time engine, and it's so incredible how much traction we're getting. The amount of videos that keep popping up, more and more people testing. For us as developers, this is just so so overwhelming, so amazing. So keep doing it. And I can even mention the the new features since two weeks ago. We now have reflection probes. Wow. We now have irradiance grid. So I saw that. That's so cool. That direct lighting so calculation probes. Mm. It looks so good. We have, um, those are the big ones and damn, works so well. Makes yeah. a bigger difference. it can have a reflective sphere in the middle of the first scene and just going to reflect things in real time. Not Does the it light. also work on cubes? It also works on cubes. Cool. Nice yes. monkeys? Monkeys, then we start entering the realm of approximation, which is fine. The movie industry even started using panoramas as reflection probes in these very weird UFOs uh, objects, because the audience cannot tell if something's approximated or real, really reflected. Yeah, of course. So I think for gaming or real time, that is what we aim at. If it's, it's really good, mm-hmm. really perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, Iridance um, Cache, um, reflection probes, reflection probes, hair drawing in the. Hair, report. something
4: that's uh, being beta tested now, live in 2.8. And we now have hair support, not only in clay that we had already, but also now in the EV engine. It's still limited, it doesn't support UVs, doesn't support basically textures, which is the important part. Lame. So it's... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, it, I, I, yeah. Paolo has been Look talking at to doing Luca. It here to, at the to to Institute, so it's just a, a play, yeah. Like, oh, he has this, it's awesome, but you could have that option and...
4: And uh, so it's, right now it's really hard to make a nice fur which were aiming as one of their deliverables. Because maybe we don't need a whole full-flatted hair, but they want some hairy creatures with some hairs around. So we see, so things are coming. There's also a new developer that's not part of the, I don't want to say core team, but uh, it's not part of one of the developers being paid by the Blending Institute. Volunteer. It's a volunteer who is just willing to help with anti-aliasing, which is a big thing. Oh, nice. So he actually wants to help with uh, temporal anti-aliasing. I will mention his name, I don't know if you wants private or not, but you can see his uh, original message on the BF viewport mailing list.
0: Yeah. By temporal, and that's motion blur. No, or no, no.
4: Temporal uh, anti-aliasing is to avoid uh, artifacts mm-hmm. uh, for, for playback animation. Okay. It's different than motion blur. All right. I believe I might be full don't of I don't stuff. Ideas. I have no idea. Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> And it's really, it's really nice. And we're, you know, we're really focusing the development, even though like a lot of the development happens here live in the studio, for instance, it's really nice to keep all the documentation, all the work track online for everyone to see, to allow for the things like this, for external contributions, for users to actually uh, get a big picture of what's there, what's missing. So really put an extra effort on, on communication that sense so it's nice to see that it pays off it always always does
3: yeah and also talking about communication and having development news out there i know someone with a yellow (laughs) shirt that uh, has been uh, redesigning one of the main vehicles of communication between uh, developers and users recently the
1: code blog yeah yeah i I think i mentioned uh, it's been two weeks already or not I in, don't know, just, in, uh, you know. We, yeah. we talked about I mean, they were apparently. mine. Yeah. yeah, it looks beautiful. And <laughs> there, were, there will be a new blog post today. So stay tuned. There will be something yeah, cloth you, related. But also you made a blog post there yourself recently about
3: uh, uh, oh, yeah. a
1: very cool project. I just right wanted now. to steal the credit from the actual people that made it. <laughs> um, this uh, video is made by Danielle. It's showing the... Um, we opened the window. I the So here, <laughs> cars or or something It's that's us it's not
4: in the middle of the road to make it more road. exciting i thought there was no cars in amsterdam it's only bikes <laughs> very nice bikes very noisy
1: bike you know i when you put something in the back of the wheels does make sounds like a motorbike
4: mm-hmm.
1: anyway sorry <laughs> coconuts coconuts yeah no i use balloons like little balloons on the back oh nice very annoying my my neighbors loved it
4: for <laughs> real did I actually use it? Did I,
1: I did, it? yeah. Or also the the little thing is for eating ice cream, how they call it? Um, spoons mm. no, Yeah, the sticks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the sticks. You would put it on the back of the wheel and Maybe, then it uh, will make... I use playing cards.
2: Playing cards? Yeah.
1: Ah, They're yeah, nice and flexible
2: like... and big, so they make a lot of noise.
4: Yeah. Oh, well. Things I learned today.
1: Yeah. So okay, I mean. besides that, yes. on the code blog, the new blog post that you're mentioning is the uh, great demo by... Uh, Daniel Martinez Lara by PepeLand. He made this demo uh, showing a bit of the work that has been done by Antonio yeah, Antonio Vasquez and uh, Ali Goriz. And of course, Ma- Matias Mendiola also helping. on the, Yeah, support on the um, artist side. Mm. Showing all of the, the progress that they're doing, which is great. Um, the, the UIs, uh, there is already some work mm. on there. There is a Well, the blog post is showing the progress on uh, Chris Pencil as a new object. So
4: yeah, but it but actually uses the Blender color palette, so it's really really integrated with what the core of Blender functionalities that we have.
1: Yeah, so it's in a great shape. So we might make a video something about that soon.
4: Yes, we're expecting. I think we mentioned this before, but expecting a proper uh, wiki page with the proposal for the code design. Uh, But we uh, Daniel went ahead and actually did this nice showcase video to really sell the case. Yeah, It's it's nice. So it's, you are more motivated also to review the code proposal and say, yeah, we definitely want this, even if you had to change something to make it possible. So kudos for the the whole team.
1: Yeah, it's very nice. So it's going to be in master in a few weeks, I guess. In master? Never. in a Master. Master 2.8 is master now. It's a new master, I guess.
4: It's <laughs> going to be, we don't know. It depends on, it should be it should be there by, I don't know, by Seagraph, let's say.
1: Okay, August. That's it's a, good, is it.
4: that, it's a good target. You, you heard it first it do, here.
1: It first here. If it doesn't happen, go to twitter.com. <laughs> oh,
3: please go there, subscribe, <laughs> and follow me. And <laughs> it's actually end of, uh, end of July.
4: End of like July. We're going to
3: be there on the 28th. Uh, around that date, and
4: then yeah, at mean, yeah, plus yeah, week of July, so
3: we will be there with a USB stick with the latest software, the latest features. Pablo,
4: also. you're also refactoring a part of the blender.org website. Can we hear what's gonna come? Oh uh, well, do you dare?
1: I well, yeah. I mean, it's all really early stage yet, but uh, yeah, we plan on, on basically refact. Right now, if you want to see what Blender does, you go to slash features, and uh, everything is a bit too. Um i like it, it is shows a bit of what what you can do, but it's not very attractive um so and and you can't link directly to a specific thing like blender is so big that sometimes you wanna show hey, look at what blender can do in the v. f. x you know because there is a studio that only does v. f. x and they can't link to what blender can do in v f x for example mm. they they go to slash features and then you see everything from the game engine to which is nice, too, but it should be browsable and linkable and all of that. So we, am, uh, we are thinking about um, refactoring the, the features uh, page and make it into more pages that you can Good. actually link and it's better for, for uh, nice. Google, for everything. And uh, it's going to take some work and we're going to need some artwork. So eventually we're going to make a call for artwork. Uh, we want to, to, to fill it up with uh, good-looking stuff. Looking artwork, especially because the Blender UI is going to change <laughs> um, for 2.8 a little bit, so we don't want to pick some images now and then have to replace it in.
0: How how do you guys? Totally unrelated question for yeah. 2.8. What should the splash be?
1: What, wow, you're thinking that's about unrelated. the splash. Totally a, it's going to have a splash, or, yeah, or it's going to be it, a video be, splash, or, the GIF or the rotating, the, a GIF, or a rotating GIF.
0: <laughs> 360 <laughs> EV render.
1: 360 GIF. No wait <laughs> Ah, yeah, like an EV splash. I don't know. It has yeah. to.
0: It has to be an EV splash.
1: For oh two. yeah, yeah. What about collections and depth Graph and other stuff?
4: All depth Graph, splash. It's gonna be the four mesh, so it's gonna be depth Graph, okay. Thanks to depth Graph. And Come on, EV is gonna be the big thing. I've, but uh, there was a call for content uh, by Ton, because even though we don't have a, we won't have an, a public official uh, stable release of two point eight any soon there's still a reason, a motivation to have it is its own splash screen since, you know, the beginning of the development. So I don't know if you're talking about the final splash screen or right now, why don't I have a new splash screen such as the no, agent? the
0: final one, because that's a pretty big thing. I don't remember, you remember probably what 2.5 <laughs> had for the first splash. Yeah,
1: but uh, Blender 2.5 didn't have one splash screen. It had many because it was beta, alpha, and beta. So alpha, for example, was the cigarette, the, oh, the, right, the yeah. Sintel, which it was a render test. It wasn't even part of the, the final movie because we were not done with Sintel. <laughs> we were still making it. And then there was a uh, beta one, for example, had Sintel eating from the soup, then beta two, um, and the Shaman. The Shaman was on the splash screen. Um, right, like, I might be yeah. mixing the beta one and two, but those were the images. So we were just, while we were making Sintel and the betas were coming out, we just picked a different image. Cool. But. For 2.8, if we get enough EV artwork, it would be nice to just one choose splash Eevee. splash every day. <laughs> yeah, or rotating splashes.
4: Oh, mm. I always love like it. to have a...
1: Like an actual rotating? Yeah. Or your screen. Rotating. No, not rotating, but
4: I just have a folder. I had this in my computer. I'll have a Windows and I had a, like a script to rebuild Windows. Every time I'd rebuild, it would pick one of my images from a folder and use this one to build my splash screen. Oh. So every day would be a different one. It's pretty cool.
1: That's fantastic. I applaud you. <laughs> when will the Cycles show reel 2017 come out? Sorry, I just pick a yeah, random yeah, question. Yeah, no, it's, a,
3: it's a good question. I was thinking about that actually for Seagraph. For uh, Seagraph uh, historically has been a date for producing Blender reels or uh, Cycles reels. And uh, personally, I think it would be very interesting to put together a strong Blender reel again, because it's been a few years since uh, that didn't happen. And I would really like this to happen before Seagraph, but uh, we are really busy with a lot of stuff going on. And uh, so I'm not sure we will manage to make it, but I think we should. I think think we should. I think it would be very exciting to have a new reel for Blender, especially as we approach the end of life of the 2.7 before 2.8, like you know, everything that's been achieved. Of course, it will be keep going for another couple of years. So it's not really that the reason. But uh, I think Siggraph is just a, a good a good occasion for that, and uh, I'd love to I'd love to work on that and start and make a call and collect the collect the work. But it's really challenging because uh, reaching out to all the people, sometimes the most unexpected uh, users of Blender. Uh, like they are unknown to us unless uh, the people who make that stuff with it they just drop us an email or go public and say we use Blender for this and uh, so it's uh, for this reason like we know a lot of content is out there that is made with Blender but sometimes the most unexpected the most prominent high end things we don't even know so that's uh, the only thing we are going to have to be careful about maybe now if if we
1: are all quiet those are not coconuts. Those are actual Egg horses. Horse. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, so yeah, that's that's uh, about it. But uh, indeed, like, uh, cycles reel really is slightly different than a blender reel. But I think it would be much cooler to just have them both together and promote Blender itself as a package rather than cycles rendering. Yeah. That's something you know that maybe we can think about better. But I think it would be good to give Blender a chance to shine. Yeah. Because it hasn't happened in a few years.
1: And like it model. happened in previous uh, opportunities, we are going to make a call for this. So stay tuned on the Blender channels. Um, I think for the last uh, reel or the one before, Blender didn't have the official channels that it has now, such as uh, it's on Twitter and it's on Facebook. But we're going to use those yeah. because it's a Blender yeah. thing. So stay tuned at the everything Blender, <laughs> basically. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, speaking of silence. Speaking of <laughs> silence. <laughs> so that is for 2.8. That's nothing else?
4: Jeez, nothing else? Come nothing on. Else? Working I on heard it, yeah, Sergei is working on the depth graph thing on right? Okay, so what do we have in the coming, year, coming days? Basically, Campbell Barton is working on the cosine Manipulators. This is a project that started by Julian Isel. Mm-hmm. And now what he's doing, uh, he started with the face map demo. It's really cool. He could just select a few meshes and actually use this to, re- to pose a whole character. But then he wanted to go a bit further and not only have face as a way to rig a character, but to have any widget. So maybe for, to actually change, to, to move the elbow, you want actually a rotation widget or uh, a new widget, which I have no idea how it is. Mm-hmm. So he went a step uh, back and decided to push the call widget API a bit further. And now he's implemented two operators with their own widgets, which are the bisect and the spinning. Operators for the mesh, Mm. which means you go and select the bisect, for example, and now you actually get a widget in the mesh where you can actually drag and click around, and that just uh, is actually uh, doing the operator for you. Cool. And then, so this is going to be really, really cool. And this is really a core part of the the idea of the workspace and the top bar. If you have seen any of the mockups of the top bar of Blender, they just have sometimes going to have one operator selected. And you can play with its parameters, and the widget's going to respond to it. Mm-hmm. So the number of subdivisions you cl- click there that changes the widget, and then you can go in the widget and do your action on top of it. That's so cool. Nice. This is going to be really cool. It's coming soon.
1: Nice. Yeah, we'll be. I, I think we might like even, like need some help on design. Some of the some tools maybe you don't even think of how would they work with a widget, but they might be like much faster to work with yeah. and to tweak. So. I'm
0: yeah. so waiting for the, the the lamp widget and camera widgets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
4: I think we have
0: so much easier
4: camera widget already. Andy. Yeah. Uh, I think in 2.8 in 2.8 we already have Sun camera widget. One mm-hmm. the, the one for cone. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I
0: I, saw, I checked the the lamp also the cone with and stuff like yes.
4: that. Yeah. And. W- what else uh, then when whenever you say Depth Graphs coming this week, is it's even worse it's like the cop and write. In the worst in the sense that it's very niche. It's hard to follow the what we're talking here, but it means that if you have been trying two point eight and if you had to apply every single modifier mm-hmm. for your old models for them to look nice and, and deformed in two point eight, this will no longer be an issue because once you have depth scrap fully integrated, you can you're gonna have pretty much all the modifiers working in a non destructive way. Right now, yeah. not a single modifier works for you. Uh, but it's gonna be a branch by name a of the branch? week, yeah, because it won't, it won't be stable enough. I was talking to Sergey earlier today, but it's fine. And then I guess in two weeks, uh, when he's back, we can wrap this up and then having it, it have it in two point eight. Break nice. the world, yeah. <laughs> but so, nice. so.
2: When is going? Is two point eight going to be merged into a master?
4: Well, that's a big, uh, big question. First. It doesn't matter. You can do it at any time. It's a matter of semantics. But 2.79 development is going to continue for a few months already, uh, mm. because of the Google Summer of Code. Yeah, of course. Every single one of the students that applied and are working on Blender for the Google Summer of Code have to work on top of Master. Yeah, 2.8 is just not there yet. Yeah. So. What
1: if it's smart for them to just switch? No. Why not?
4: Uh, just there's no <laughs> modifiers. There's no... I mean, <laughs> no, people, people I are developing new fluid simulation, but if you can't really see things, then... Yeah, exactly. It's not okay, okay. Yeah. It's funny because the idea of the Google Summer of Code is to be very ported, very self-contained. So it's easy to, to, to polish and later on to integrate in the core of the Blender Code. So it makes sense to have something that's also going to be easier to be ported for 2.8, hopefully, in theory. Great.
1: Well, this 2.8 thing sounds great.
0: <laughs> we're <gonna> <laughs> Where can I sign up? Where can I? Yeah.
1: Um,
3: regarding two point seven nine and two point eight, and the upcoming two seven nine release for which there is a test release out, uh, I know that uh, Seaburn has been working on some pretty big. Alembic stuff because you mentioned yeah. the cloud, you mentioned flamenco and everything, and at the beginning you also mentioned some core development, and yes. that means mostly a lot of Alembic work. Yeah. So can you give us a, a, an overview of what you've been doing uh, on that front? Um,
2: well, history-wise, we've gotten in 2.78 we got Alembic support uh, for the first time in Blender, and that was in form of a patch that was given to us by a company. And then Kevin Dietrich worked a lot on um, integrating that patch into Blender. And basically his work, I continued. So I cleaned up some code. I fixed a lot of bugs, um, uh, added features, so made it error import like 100 times
1: faster. Mm-hmm. 100?
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're
1: just saying a number is actually 100 No, times? it
2: went from like that test. Okay, it's a, an N is one test. Um but that literally went from 50, no, from half a frame per second to 50 frames per second.
3: But not that, too shabby. And that was not a cube with hair. It was not.
2: It was a monkey with hair.
1: Whoa, 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 wait a
2: minute. But the, uh, it's, it was quite simple to do because we, uh, when we export the hair, we do that pretty Regularly. So per hair there's multiple control points that are all written as curves to the alembic file. And then when importing it, every space between those curves was subdivided twelve times again. Oh. And that was then interpolated in high quality. So that will become tremendously slow. Yeah. So I just set those numbers to the same value and now it's a lot faster. There's still one bug in there that I don't think I can fix before 2.79, I'm, I'm fairly sure, that is the hair lagging behind. Oh. And
1: On playback or on yeah, render too?
2: Both, yeah. And that is basically a limitation of the current modifier system because a modifier can either create new data or it can modify existing data. Yeah. And Alembic needs to do both. And somehow that just doesn't work reliably yet.
1: But Alembic has like a start frame, so if you change the start frame to be a few few frames before, could you offset it and make it look? No.
2: Well, <laughs> maybe on maybe on render, but the problem is really with the evaluation of the uh, of the graph itself. So if you go back in time on the timeline, yeah. this fix would yeah even make it worse. So. It might work for rendering, though.
1: Might work. Yeah. How quickly
3: are these features going to be available in 2.8 when the time comes, or are they already available?
2: They're already available. I made sure that everything that I did on the Alembic front and other Blender fixes, by the way, are also merged into
3: Mm 2.8. So So that's very interesting, because you are talking both about input and output. Yes. So for some workflows, uh, for people willing to test out 2.8, it might be even interesting to... Work with Alembic caches coming in so yeah. lowering the mm. risk of that part and or getting you know, doing some work on models and uh, uh, or simple animations in 2.8 and then getting meshes out of uh, uh, absolutely out of absolutely so that's the whole and that would be compatible because it's done yeah. about the alembic format which is standard so you
2: can... yeah and the alembic code didn't really change all that much between 2.79 and 2.8. of course the integration with blender itself is a little bit different but the way we write files is exactly the same.
3: Yeah, so that's uh, that's great news. I think it's uh, very interesting from a workflow point of view because uh, it's not you can expect people to suddenly switch between 2.8 and, uh, and back and forth just without any, you know, without ever looking back so being able to 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 test things and still be able to have that in the pipeline is a is a good benefit. Yeah. So
2: you, yeah. yeah, you could do the modeling in 2.79 with working modifiers and then go to two point eight with EV and do the shading and the scene That's setup we and everything
4: there which yeah. a smart idea Francisco It should work with pipeline
3: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah think about it I don't think I can but uh, yeah <laughs> um you know what? Like we've been talking about Blender a lot and features and things and uh, we've been boring some people to death. They're like with their smartphones, checking uh, <laughs> like Twitter and seeing stuff. Okay, the for people station. listening to the
1: podcast, uh, <laughs> Andy is on the why, phone. Why, why? <laughs> I'm, I'm listening.
0: saying how
3: But uh, you know, um, I wanted to talk about uh, something else for uh, uh, a, little, a little break, um, which is... Uh, Working, you know, is is a a bit of a generic topic, but it's uh, how to start projects. So, you know, it's not uh, necessarily for something art related, but it's more like, you know, when you have something new in front of you that you want to that you want to do, like maybe it's a technical challenge, maybe it's something uh, artistic. How do you deal with it? Because sometimes it might come with, you know, the pressure of having something that is not, oh, uh, I'm going to make something for the next week uh, for fun. And you just, you know, have an idea and you execute it. But it's more like, okay, you have a problem that is going to take months to solve. How do you deal with it? Uh, so I would like to start asking Andy from, uh, you know, your experience as an as art director. Because maybe, you know, you're starting off a project mm-hmm. and uh, you want to you want to work on it. So... How would you how would you deal with that? How to start things? Yeah, how yeah. to start things?
0: <laughs> the lie is putting on his jacket. You it's,
4: see, you understand if you see the video. I was blending with the background, and no one has told oh, me. Oh, so it's not because oh, you're cold. No, it's not because at all. It's you're vain.
0: <laughs> 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 and you you have a problem getting noticed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a it's a trademark now. Yesterday we did a live stream, oh. and uh, even though, uh, yeah, and he appeared with the jacket, take it off. It's a very nice. Uh, nice. It's part of the it's, branding.
0: It's a very cool jacket. Yeah. yeah wow. But, yeah. Wow. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> okay. Please, Andy. <laughs> <then, laughs> something. How to start things? Okay. Well, I think uh, it's it's really hard to uh, to underestimate. Uh, well, to not. Take the, the the beginning phase of a project too lightly uh, I haven't I, I haven't been on well I had the luck of being on uh, like jumping into different open movie projects at different times so uh, to kind of uh, experience different moments of the project and for example on Tears of Steel I jumped in in the middle and it was great because everything was already going everything was set <laughs> Everything was set, so there were really few question, question marks. Uh, on Cosmos laundromat, I also did that. And, uh, and, and then after that, um, we, we did a bunch of projects that were pretty defined, but we, we had some new things that had to be researched and that kind of stuff. And, uh, and that, that phase in the beginning is so important because it keeps you, it, you have to develop the right amount of momentum that keeps you going for the next, I don't know, couple of months, the next year or so. In the in the case of the agent, it, like we had to find the right material that uh, that 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 kept us alive for a year and potentially more. And potentially more, yeah. yeah. There's uh, so much development going on, and uh, it's it, it can be really. Uh, really daunting, but mm-hmm. I mean, it depends what kind of project you are doing. If you're doing a personal project or something for a client, and in in any case, research is probably the best thing that you can do. I mean, uh, not not only to gather inspiration, but also to to know what kind of uh, what 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 matter you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you want to make a movie about the coral reef, then you have to dive in the coral reef. Mm-hmm. A famous
4: example, but we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did two movies about coral reefs. We didn't die for the movie.
1: Carry <laughs> on. Yeah, mm. well, we didn't That's get any dragon so for coming in. For, for <laughs> we gave any llama for coming in? That's so lame. Yeah, Lama,
0: lame,
1: lame, okay. Lama. Lama, lame, lame, lame.
0: Anyway, so I think um, research on. Everything is is the most important thing, at least to, to, to help you develop the sense of uh, what universe you're going to create and, uh, and and how to develop things within that universe. <clears throat> and, uh, and then inspiration, research and inspiration, I, de- I think these are the two main things that you
3: have to put together somehow. And, and you have to get that for yourself, but uh, when you work with the theme, you also... Have to, especially if you think of you know leading a team or any in general, just working with others, yeah. like to be able to channel that uh, research and that inspiration so that anyone can can see what yeah. you mean when you when you talk about it's, something. It's,
0: it's harder because uh, I mean, I think you can. If it's not so much different, I mean, in the, in a way you can uh, your your material kind of because for yourself you can just dump a few images in a folder and that's fine because in a year you probably still remember roughly what you're you did there but uh, after a, a longer period of time you can just treat yourself like you're like like a client and make some notes make a document put everything together uh, because you'll still have to remember the most important things about the core concept of your your film uh, after after a, a number of months have passed so but really when you have a bigger team then it just come becomes this thing this communication that you have to develop so that's that's so hard that's so hard <laughs> how 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 to be very like very specific and very precise with the the the, the information either written or in images or in doodles uh, whatever storyboards Concept sketches on napkins, floor plans. Uh, how, yeah, it it really like you have to be as precise as possible and not. I think more, more, more. Just the more that is written down, the better. Mm-hmm. I think for the agent, we really, we did that a bit, but yeah, I I, I learned so much. I'm probably with the next project. I'm gonna just dive into this whole process of how to communicate, uh, design ideas and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's,
3: it's very vital. Cool, yeah. And I think like, you know, from hearing you speak, it really sounds like, of course, this is uh, about project management and how to start a project in the, in the abstract uh, sense too. Because uh, when you are developing software, or when you are working on features and things like that, the process is similar. Maybe you don't really have so much emphasis on like, okay, get, get inspired and go around and see how others are doing it. You can do that partially, but, you know, in the world of software, it's, uh, it's a bit uh, it's a bit different, but well,
2: still. I, I still think that helps a lot. Oh, yeah. Just looking at how other people uh, tackle that problem um, and maybe you get inspired by how they do it or after seeing how they do it, you get better ideas of uh, why they do it in a certain way, because certain people work in a certain way. Mm. uh, So it can really broaden your horizon. And maybe in the end you think, well, it's all crap, or I know a better way, or... (laughs) You you think you know a better way. (laughs) You think you know a better way. Uh, But that also can give you a great um, direction that will make your software unique. And therefore may appeal to uh to people like
0: yeah yeah. i mean even in the most abstract sense of a project there's like uh looking at other people's work is probably also like one of the most important things like you said because yeah pretty much everything every problem someone else had that yeah so you can just uh yeah you can learn a lot by just looking how other people solve
2: these problems Yeah, definitely. How many years does it take to master
3: the software? Andy. (laughs) And Pablo, you guys have been working with Blender for how many years? Yeah, but we didn't master it Mm. yet. Well, no, exactly. But that's, that's, yeah, I just want to know how long. Then you can say for yourself if you're a master of it or not.
1: Well, I mean, it's not really fair. When when we, well, even you, when you started, Andy, Blender had like five buttons. So mastering was a matter of learning <laughs> the five buttons.
3: Yeah, really easy. Yeah. You did it pretty well, though, because your renders from back in the days, they were already quite good. Depends what, which
1: buttons you yeah. yeah. <laughs> in which yeah? order. Yeah. But then they, they started adding these things and um, new editors and new stuff. And then you can't, you Too just much work. can't. I mean, there, no such thing as mastering blender yeah. nowadays but yeah. unless you're like a, i mean there's this awesome curve
0: that is like uh the the time goes away and then your knowledge and then your perception of your knowledge or, mm. or uh, yeah, whatever yeah. yeah and then you're like after after three years of blender you're thinking like oh yeah i know everything i mastered the software yeah. but then you know like you realize after a time that you don't know anything because there's <laughs> A lot more than just knowing all the functions of a program.
1: Yeah, but once you are, I think, uh, on the upper way of that curve, upper side of that curve, I think uh, learning other parts of Blender makes it easier because usually shortcuts are shared or like the the concept of, Mm. uh, I don't know, control to inverse a key or alt to undo or whatever. um, Those are shared. Or G for grabbing, R for rotating. Those are shared between editors. So it gets a bit easier to master other parts once you know at least one of them. Yeah. really well yeah right. the
3: example that you make with the curve though is very interesting because it's for example you know how much does it take to learn how to play the piano for example and uh, that really is, is something quite defined with piano with the has software. only two types of keys right <laughs> yeah <the> black, and <laughs> and <the laughs> light, black and white yeah, yeah. yeah so and still like you know like to get a degree at a conservatory takes 10 years somehow I don't know but um, Blender or any software is a moving target so that it's even developing on top of you know what the it's software is like adding itself new keys <laughs> Yeah, you're exactly. so learning so a piano to play the keys that keep being added like yeah. the gray keys
4: so, so it's easy like to learn piano than learn blender that's what you're saying
3: well i don't know not necessarily well, maybe like on a, yes. on a theoretical point of view yes because yeah. uh, in 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 a software you keep adding things of course it, that's about the piano itself not about music because music also changes and evolves so if yep. you want to be a musician and become a good musician you are going to keep learning that forever but yeah. uh, but about the tool itself you know learn how to play the piano you have a technical part like how to press the keys, how to hold your hands, how to stay in front of the keyboard. And that's something that you can learn in a few years. And once you have that well set up, then you can develop as an artist. And with Blender, you develop yourself as an artist, but your tool, that keeps changing. It's like, okay, now you have, you know, another You still have to piece. learn
1: how to sit, how to like <laughs> put one mouse in the keyboard, one mouse on your...
4: Yeah, exactly. But,
1: but they change in a good eyes. way.
4: <laughs> if you want, you, didn't, you don't have to use in the latest Blender. You don't need to use a Blender 2.8. You chose oh, to because you have better tools. The piano is not evolving. So maybe the piano is more difficult because always stuck there. Oh, the piano evolved for so many Maybe years the piano already. evolved
3: for long enough that yeah. now it reached the point where it's like quite well, okay. You can do a few <laughs> things with it. So yeah, the <laughs> tutorials
1: I made for pianos before they, they still work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The yeah. five
4: things you need to know to play piano. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. yeah, it's not like they're gonna. Yeah. On, a tec- on a technical level, it's not that. Uh, yeah, that there's large. not like a piano 2018 coming yeah. out. Yeah. Hmm. Well, not that I know of.
3: Maybe it should. Look maybe there. Maybe maybe we're 2. missing. zero. Here is an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so um, uh, Dalai, do you have anything to add about this uh, thing we were talking about of uh, developing, starting things? Like you've also, since you're here, you've been working with many people on the EV project and kicking this off basically from the ground up, so...
4: Right, I think any, on on my experience, any creative project or techno project, they do come from a very similar place when you do need to find the the forces that are going to keep you moving forward. And for me, it always definitely starts on finding reference Mm. Because there's no such a thing for me as being creative. I mean, I come from the architecture background and set design background. And one thing I learned is that you can learn, you can train yourself how to create, how to be inventive. You would always go over reference and see different books. And that's true for me for art. And it's also true for software development. There's so many softwares out there, which you don't, you don't look at them necessarily for legal reasons. But uh, the, the mindset, the mental model of software, uh, user interaction is changing uh, throughout the years. And we all, as users, we absorb those, even if you're not using the competitors. And I think we start in that point, and, oh, sorry. And I'm saying of, a lot of things, i not saying anything. But I really think it's starting in a very, very common point, which is how can we gather enough things to start moving and how can we remind ourselves every week and every day to do the best we can to keep moving forward. And in my case, a special challenge because as I'm helping coordinate the, the viewport development. It's not about me, but it's a classic thing. What can I do to help uh, Clement uh, do his job, to, to, for him to do his job better? What can I do to help people think about the, the interface to foresee all the problems that are technical problems that usually they might not uh, foresee uh, beforehand? How can I help uh, even segregate to think about the depth graph that's really going to allow less skilled developers maybe to actually tap on top of this and build a, a Blender that everyone can help, not only code, but use and all that. So I think that's I think my, my take on it. Cool,
3: Pablo. Any final takes? All of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Next week, how do you finish things? <laughs> oh wow, wow! Yeah, let's let's not do that now. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let, let's finish it later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not really. No. I was distracted, by the way.
4: Mm, I was as well, but you know you but learn yeah, <laughs> you know
1: how to you know how to play guitar you know in, in argentina we say with when you bluff basically that you play guitar estar guitarreando or guitarring He's riffing yeah yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, it, yeah is that a thing also in italian no i don't i don't think so you don't just play piano, piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: exactly la guitarra
3: well okay then uh, i saw at some point uh, someone asking about a project we've been working on in the past months, which is the Art of Blender Open Movies, which is a book book, we announced uh, at the end of last year, uh, which was going to collect the history of the open movie projects made at the Blender Institute. And uh, I am happy to inform you that the book is... almost reaching completion Uh, we are working with the writer on a daily basis trying to help her deliver the final chapter of the book and as that happens we are laying out uh, and uh, uh, designing the book itself so all the content that is being written all the images that have been collected are being laid out uh, in a nice format and uh, as soon as we receive this last chapter i will keep everyone who pre-order the book posted with the news and I will send them an email update and uh, right after that we are going to wrap up the book as fast as possible and uh, send it to print for a preview. So as soon as that is done, I think things will move uh, more uh, quickly Uh, they will move uh, forward more quickly. Do we have a date? We prefer not to announce a date yet because we already did it for uh, the initial initial release and it didn't work out very well. So we just uh, keep everyone posted and as soon as there are news, we let you know. Hold this 2017? It is going to be this year. I am pretty sure, yes. I'm really looking forward to it. But it also
0: expanded more, right? It it was a bigger... Right. It, yeah, it,
3: there was more content. We and, never uh, compromised uh, uh, yeah. on the quality of this book, and uh, it has uh, gotten a much more uh, narrative aspect than originally anticipated. And uh, once you see it that way, you can you can see how entertaining, uh, not just you know for us, of course, that maybe our bias because it's the story of most of the works that we did. But you can clearly see that it's written in a way that uh, anyone that reads it can find there are. Characters here in this Blender Institute that have done things, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they <did Hey>. things, <laughs> and uh, and how you know a, a lot of untold stories basically about how many of those movies came together, and uh, even you know for being someone who has been part of those projects and knowing those things, those are stories that I would like to tell other people about the open movies that we made. So when when you read it like that, you think okay, that's uh, that's going to be uh, great content so that is really an important addition that our writer did to the to the to the book and next to that of course a lot of uh, brand new artwork that is going to shine on the on the pages so are, i'm really really happy about this book and i really hope uh, we manage to get it out there soon I can't wait to see it yeah I'm so curious we will we will let you know yes okay so i mean
1: this, do we do uh Besides that, what?
3: No, nothing. Besides that, I have not much more to add. and I think. We already we, uh, said where we
1: work. We answered some questions. Yeah. Um, do we continue answering the questions? There were there any questions on the on the cloud last last blog?
3: Well, not that I not that I know. You you made it, uh, Pablo. So maybe you've gotten the. Some,
1: I didn't get comments. Any, okay. any notifications about comments, but I'm gonna double check. There is one question now on the live stream: Do you all work on the same project at the same time, or do you share specific parts? No, we don't usually work all at the same time because, um, uh, well, it depends on the project, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know project... Well,
0: there's the web team, and then there's the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the web team is its own entity, I think, and then the 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 rest, animation team, at least on the or the the art team, it grows and shrinks as soon as needed, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, um, yeah, when like I don't know projects like. Uh, the agent, right now there is like one animator, which is Hialti, but before when we were actually doing the project, there were two other animators. Um, for uh, Caminandes Lamigos, we had Sarah here, for example, but then the, when there was no more animation to be done, we stayed and we worked on the, yeah. the render with the rest of the team. For Glass Half also, it was all done by you. I wasn't even involved. Uh, I did like one asset, but the one day it was needed, and then yeah. nothing. But
0: then Bjorn, Sarah, and Hanty uh, animated the whole thing. The so, whole thing. Yeah,
1: um, but Changes other projects too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like,
0: but then uh, for yeah. for the Blender development, like sometimes Siebren develops something for Blender, sometimes you work on the cloud. So yeah, yeah. that's a nice schema you have it
4: because it's uh, every month now, right? You alternate. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. And, and before it it was every before. week, I think.
2: I tried uh, every two days because I work four days a week. So two days on one thing, two days on another, but that was too much (laughs) interleaving.
0: Yeah. And uh, for uh, a couple of weeks ago, me and Charity started on a little project. uh, So, but now that got a little bit on hold because there's other things coming up.
1: So yeah, we, we, we said it's a big surprise. Oh yeah, the big surprise, yeah. yeah. Well, so that is a surprise basically. There will be
0: a big surprise at some point also. <laughs> Life already. is full but of
1: surprises. Yeah, yeah we also
2: got yeah. another big surprise ourselves. So yeah. the
1: plant is cats. Bit, <laughs> More cats. <laughs> or just what? the one at least. What? <laughs> we haven't seen Pixel in a while. Is one it one Pixel yeah. still alive now that Health is not here? Oh
3: my God, maybe he's listening to the podcast.
4: Pixel is, I'm not sure about it, I keep forgetting about the plant. Someone oh. gave him a plant for his birthday, oh my and God. they don't know how does Pixel much.
3: It's plant? a loves plant.
4: plants. <laughs> Pixel loves plant. She's yes. hugging the plant all the time with her claws. But it's a cactus, so. <laughs> that, well, maybe they know then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, it, but it's. I don't know. Do I put the the milk for the plant? Let us <laughs> know in the comments. how did you even get there? All oh, cats. <laughs> so fantastic okay
3: well then uh, I think uh, we can wrap this up yeah and uh, let us know if you have any questions we will be back in a couple of weeks to the new episode of the podcast Hjalti will be back everyone will be will be here and we will share our exciting developments with the work in the studio with Blender 2.8 and everything else thanks a lot and see you next time
1: yeah have a like. see, you. see bye. you bye 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 <laughs> You've been listening to
0: the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you
3: feeling a little bit under the weather?
0: Get the fog up to a cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.